Okay, you ready? I'm going to count down with my hands now so we can do it on time. Two, one. Action. Wait, which, which hand? Are you doing like Oh, yeah, ten? wait, wait, no, hold what on. What the I'm fuck? A, oh, shit. Are you doing two? We clap first and <laughs> we say, okay. Three, two, one. Action. Action. There we go. Yeah, but that felt forced. It was forced. <laughs> it was so very much. Oh, my fuck. Oh. That, that was worse than the that, last that, one. That felt more awkward than the awkward one because it was just so you gotta you gotta just flow. Man. Well, and I don't know why you thought I was counting down. Well, from you 10. put up both hands. Oh, I'm gonna clap for the one that's got three. What, I am I like, counting down from fucking eight? I know. I'm like, what nine, the hell are you eight? doing? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're being edgy. I wish or something. You know, we're all trying to be a little unique in our. And speaking of edge lords, what oh. a good segue into this fucking movie. I know. Wow, we but, just do that sometimes. But first off, uh, I'm Tevin. I'm James, and this is Ticket Booth. Ticket Booth. Ticket Booth. Do you, do you like the cool booth. intro music we have? Yeah, I do. You like it? Yeah. Thank you. Deek, deek, deek. I can't mimic it, but it's dope. Well, yeah, you had the idea of like, it should be like a, you know, like the movie thing. And I'm like, okay, cool, I'll make it like that. So I did. I think it turned out nicely. I did. It It sounds, it sounds like a, to me, it sounds like a show. Yeah. I, uh, I sent it to my, uh, my, I'm doing a class project. And when I sent it to my partner to use in our project, she was like, did you find this or did you make this? I was like, no, my friend made it and it's freaking fantastic huh she's like yeah i thought you stole it oh nice that's good it is good I, i'm okay with people thinking that i stole my own work <laughs> that means that it was good enough it, to steal it, it means that they hold you to a lower uh, tier and they hold everything else up high yeah exactly but uh so last couple episodes ago i said there was a movie that i wouldn't recommend and it's this movie it is this movie I, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen that I wouldn't recommend for people to watch. Oh. Yep. I see that. I was wondering if it was this one. Because this movie is not, again, it's kind of, again, not a, necessarily like a feel good. Not not like a, I honestly regret, uh, wet. Whoa. Whoa. I just like, yeah. I will glad. I will get it. I regret not watching this movie earlier. Yeah. I'm would... like, where has this movie been my whole life? Yep. Like, it's literally been there, but I never actually watched it until a couple a week ago. Yep. Oh, wait, this it was your first time seeing it, too? Yeah. It was I my first seen it time seeing it before. Well, okay, before we get more into it, spoiler alert. And what's the movie, James? It's a Requiem for a Dream. Fucking Requiem for a Dream. To, I loved this movie. I loved it so much. And to piggyback off what you said. Okay. Um, it's definitely made me more thoughtful in things that I do and whatnot. <laughs> okay. A little more like spooked. I feel like if I had seen it maybe like five years, like maybe it's a little dramatic to say, but this okay. is definitely a movie you watch and it's kind of life changing. Like, yeah. It, it changes you. A there bit. are some things that you can't not unsee Yep. yep. or like, yeah, it's. Yeah, so it's, uh, is it Darren or Darren Aronofsky? Darren Aronofsky. Darren. I want to say Darren. Let me look. I don't know how to pronounce fucking names. What are names? Requiem of a Dream Director, right? Yeah. I think it's Darwin Dahl. Um, Darren? Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Yeah. Is this one of his uh, earlier ones or first one? Yeah, or I think. I don't know if it's his first one, but it's one of his earlier ones. I think it was right before... 
it was right before the fountain, right okay. after the pie. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, one of his uh, movies and um oh the pie was yeah pie was his and one of his let first. me just say this movie fucked me up i uh thought about it heavily in the last few days after i watched it yep and i wish i had watched it um before because like i said like you can't help but be changed in some way by it you oh, know what yeah. i mean and if younger me had seen this younger me would probably have been like well, that's fucking intense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's let's not let's not get too crazy out there in the real world. Yeah, but I think this is so you know, Requiem for a Dream. I think we already said spoilers. Yep. I want to say like this is this kind of a, probably one of the best drug PSAs I've ever seen in my life, and oh, that's yeah. almost putting it in a weird term. Yep. Because usually PSAs kind of suck. Well, this was this was entertaining, but it's also like, holy shit! Yep. Like it's uh, what was the part that changed you? Um, ass to ass. <laughs> that that whole that whole segment that whole thing. It'll, yeah. It, mm, before we delve into that, it's <laughs> like going off your drug PSA. No, yeah. Like the beginning of it makes you want to do drugs. Yeah, because it shows like the cash, it shows like the fun, and then all of a sudden it's like, like, boom, no, everything's going fucking south. Yeah. And I do like that, uh, that like the mom, her addiction with being on television and stuff kind of like pushes. It's, it's interesting how the heroin addicted son talks about her mom's TV being her fix. Like, yeah. Like it's the equivalent to him doing heroin Mm -hmm. and then learning that her obsession with TV also gave her a drug addiction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, she got those diet pills, those some sort of uppers. Yep. I don't know specifically. I think he called them speed. Okay. That one, I would say just since we're on the topic of his mom, that might be the saddest part of the entire movie. Like, I feel like the others where they're kind of, they made choices. They the, kind of the kind of like spiraled out. Yeah. The spiral down toward them. She was almost, I felt like more manipulated yep. into her current she situation. Even, she even went to the doctor and he was like, well, you're losing weight. What's the problem? She's like, no, but I'm not feeling good. And he's like, oh no, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Like she was brushed off when she tried to get help. Like her son, you know, Jared Leto's character and, you know, all of them, they didn't, they didn't really seek help. Like they nope. were just trying to figure it out, you know, figure it out and essentially profit off of their situation. Yep. Whereas she was, she just wanted to fit in that red dress. Yep. She just wanted to feel pretty again, wanted people to like, she was so lonely. Yep. Like, oh, when she talks about like how, like, oh yeah, like my son doesn't visit me and, you know, my husband's dead. I'm so lonely. Like when... He, he, that one time he does come to visit yeah. and he's not stealing her TV. Um, like that was just so sad. Yep. And then it like went violent really quick. Well, yeah. What? And then she just went, it just downhill. Gosh. Oh, it went so downhill. And then it just like kept going downhill. And it broke her. She like ended up in like the psychiatric hospital. Because yep. like they and they like they tried like the shocking her, yep. you know, to try Which to like fucks you up even more. Yeah, she just got oh, there's oh yeah, and then you've got the fucking girlfriend. Her whole situation's ass too. Oh, hers is bad. Yeah, like I think so. I think the mom's is the worst because particular not necessarily of what happened to her, just because like as far as it wasn't necessarily her fault, you know. 
Whereas I feel like then the girlfriend would be like the next city situation. Yep. Because in a lot of ways, she's being used. Yep. In more ways than one. In countless ways, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, even, um, what's his name? It's it's Jared Leto, but what's his actual name in the movie? Um, Harry. Harry? Yep. Like, Harry uses her. It's like, oh, you got to ask money from that sleazy, like, therapist guy. You got to get money for him because, like, we got to get back on track. Like, this is the only good dope, you know, in, in the city. We, we got to get back on track, you know. And so she has to go and then she sleeps, sleeps with, with him, him to get the yep. money. And the thing that's, like, even, like, more disturbing is, like, which, like, you can tell, like, before anything, like, she's, like, really regretting it yep she's like questioning it whether what she's doing um and then like the lawyer guy or why am i thinking lawyer he's sleazy like a lawyer i don't know Arnold. usually i don't i guess therapist i don't really like think of therapist as sleazy he's arnold he's arnold the shrink the shrink yeah i don't know that's weird like i uh, like in my mind, I have lawyer, sleazy, therapist, not sleazy. I guess I think of like Goodwill Hunting, Robin Williams, like, oh, they're nice. Well, I you mean, know? that's, that's, I mean, there are some sleazy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like when she's like, turn off the lights, he's like, why? You didn't have a problem before. It's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, she doesn't a, want to do that at all. She's in a bad situation. Yeah. And then she gets fucking even worse. Well, and that's the thing is, so she does that to get money, but then she, to hide from that pain, she does more drugs and they don't have drugs. So she ends up doing even more extreme Just shit to get more drugs and Ugh. fuck. So and, yeah. And you're, you're ready for this. What Wait. makes that whole thing yeah. fucking suck is my breakup. I told you that oh, yeah. I found out. About the whole seeking arrangement stuff. Yeah. Like watching that, I was just like hurting a little more. I'm like, oh man, like no one's doing that and being in a good place. Yeah. Like the ex isn't in a good place either. You know what I mean? Like it just, it just hit a little close to home. Oh, okay. Like now let me clarify. I doubt she's doing anything as horrendous extreme like at the end yeah you know but there's definitely like you know there's situations like with the leave the lights on or leave turn the lights off or whatever yeah exactly because it is just kind of like it's like there's no one's no one that's going out for that kind of attention is in a good space oh no and for her i feel like the most pain towards because like with uh with harry getting his arm amputated and uh I want to call them by their characters, not the and Tyrone being in jail and yeah. the mom being in like the psychiatric. psychiatric. Those three, arguably, like yeah, their situation's not great. No one's but, great, but to be honest. None of theirs are nearly as bad as her situation. I would say so. Again, I feel this. It almost seems contradictory. Maybe it is contradictory. I feel worse for the mom. Like, in terms of just because, again, like, I feel like she was more manipulated. Like, yeah. And she tried to get help, like, from a legitimate source, source that should have helped yeah. her. And like, oh, no, you're having a bad reaction to these pills. Let's let's help you instead of just brushing her off. Um, so, like, that was like, but as far as the end result and then the final, their final scene, what's her name? The, <laughs> the not the... Not the um, mom or Marion. Yeah. 
Hers was the saddest Hers because was. that, yeah, the, the final, you know, what she did, the ass to ass, yep. that was, oh God, like that, that was the worst situation. Yep. But then it was also so fucking sad when she's at home, she lays on the couch and pulls out like the thing of drugs and then like curls up with yep. it. And is like relieved. Oh my God, that was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, that's maybe an overstatement, but like that is one of the saddest things. Like that was, it was the saddest part of the whole movie. Yep. Because it's like, that's what got her in the situation. That's also what she uses to avoid the situation, like the shitty situation. Yep. It's just this cycle of just bad. Just nonstop awfulness. Oh. And also like, if you think about it, uh, Tyrone, Harry, and Sarah, like the mom. Yeah. All three of their situations, their storylines like end. They're in situations where it's like, it's like she's in psychiatric, he's in jail, he's losing his arm. Yeah, hers, it's ongoing. Is, is ongoing. Yeah, like, like it's so much worse. Because she's gonna use those drugs. She's gonna need more drugs. Yeah. She's gonna have to do more just awful shit to get more drugs. Also, that whole ass to ass scene, that entire scene. Oh, I just want you to know. I was at work. Oh no. And and I'm like I'm like, it hasn't really shown any nudity or whatever before, other than her like standing in the mirror staring at herself. Well, there was also the sex scene, which was one of the most and this this sounds weird to say it, but it was weirdly hypnotic how it was filmed. Wait, what sex scene? Uh Tyrone and his girl. They had a sex scene? Did I miss that? Yeah. <laughs> I I thought it was like a kind of like a montage, not a full on sex scene. No, they had it was like a spinning. Really? Yeah. The camera was spinning above them. And like, it was weirdly, again, just the way it was filmed. Cause usually like, you know, they get, um, I don't know, they get weird when filming sex scenes, which is oftentimes why I have problems with them. But like, it's just like, but yeah, it was like over the top of them and it was spinning. And oh. so it was weirdly just like them moving. And then the camera spinning was like, this is trippy. Man, the fact I watched this at work and missed it makes me scared that the people around me didn't miss it. <laughs> Tevin's watching porn at work. It'd be easier to explain. I actually told my coworkers, I'm like, yeah, I'm watching Requiem for a Dream today. And they're like, are you trying to stop yourself from doing heroin? <laughs> I was like, I've never seen it. And they're like, oh, it's it's really bad. And one of uh, one of them said that uh, he the first time he had watched it, he was actually high. Oh, God. And he hated everything about it. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, know, I remember what happens because that's uh, after they have sex. That's when he like imagines his mom or whatever, right? Um, no. Like his well, mom. Before that. So before he's like standing like at like a closet or something. Uh -huh. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like imagining his mom of like, oh, being so proud of him or something yeah. like that. And she's like, what you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm going to imagine all that dirty shit i'm gonna do to you or something like you know dirty talk and then it's like later oh okay so i must have dismissed it but it's yeah. not it's not super long so i mean that's also appreciated i don't really care when movies they have a plot going on and they're like let's have a sex scene for like five minutes because you know the plot just stops here yeah fuck that it's annoying kind of like also you know i'm gonna say it what the guy that they have is Big Tim. Oh. Like, 
he he was in something. He's oh, yeah, in community. community, and I loved him in Community. He's such then, a nice guy. And then I see him in Requiem for a Dream, and I literally was like, you, they're, "I'm like they're gonna fuck my image of this guy." Well, yeah, that's the thing is like everything that I've seen him in, he's like, "Oh, he's he's awesome. Yep. He's nice. He's smart." And then in this movie, he's the fucking dirtbag, like taking advantage of these poor souls, you know, who are. On drugs. Oh, you know, you know what, though? He does a good job at it. I was going to say, you can't deny that he's he's found his market. What do you mean? Um, Oh, Big Tim. Oh, with the because he doesn't sell drugs. He he only does it for pussy. Yes. Well, like, and that's the thing is like when she calls him, she's like, hi. And he laughs. He's like, oh, I got another one. Yep. Yeah, that's still yeah. fucked up. I think that's fucked up. It's so fucked up. I I hated I hated it so much. I hated that whole thing so well, much. Well, it's just well, cuz like that's the thing is like if someone like, you know, if someone wants to do like sex work for money, like do it. Sure. How about it? Whatever. Well, um, there's there's a difference between like wanting to do sex work and being in a situation where you feel like you have to. Exactly. Like the, when it's have to, that's just that I just feel bad. And then especially when it's like, oh, for drugs, like she is addicted to a substance yep. that she like psychologically has to get or she goes crazy. Yep. So she is like doing anything and everything to get those drugs. And these people are just taking advantage of her. Yep. Like the first time was bad then mm-hmm. the ass to ass just boom it went from zero to like a million that is just oh awful and how he presented it too like small get together some good people and it's like you're she's like oh i'm not gonna i'm not really addicted i'm not gonna come and it's like maid marion i'm little john i'm little john fucking fuck this movie <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, this is a this is a good movie. Oh, also uh, the soundtrack and sound oh design and the cinematography. Oh, all of it let's is talk fantastic. About it. Let's we we haven't dived into like this is I think this is an appropriate one for like score and cinematography because this one like it wasn't just like well shot it was uniquely shot. Yeah, um, it, it was like I was watching Saw with like the shaky camera and weird angles. Oh yeah, but like. Not like Saw's whole, we're doing this because we don't know how else to film a movie. Mm. It was like, we're doing this as an artistic choice because they're high. Look at the camera shake and look at them go super fast. Dude, I love the little like montages every time that they would shoot up. Like the the pupils dilating and shit. Or in the music when it would come in and it would be like the sound of like, like uh, the cracking pills or whatever. Yeah. The music, first of all, the theme. I love this theme. Recommend for a dream. Like yes. that's just I. I knew the theme before I actually saw the movie because I'm like, damn, this is a good score. I didn't actually know, however, how good the score would get. Like something like this really synth driven yep. stuff was like awesome for setting a lot of the tone. And the one thing I love about this in particular, the way it was shot, is um, I love the time lapses. Of like where the camera's like panning left. I mean, sorry, right to left. And like it's like the mom cleaning when she's on the like the oh, speed. Yep. And it's like and it's just like panning. I love shots like that. And then there's also that one when she's trying to get to the TV station to find out when she's gonna be on the air, when she's completely lost it at this point. Yep. 
everyone's moving really fast and she's kind of like going through like the blur of people. I don't know how that was filmed. I don't know much about cinematography or how to do that, but, <laughs> but you love the shit. Out I of love it. that shit. That's, and this is, this is an older movie. This, I mean, it looks like it may have been done on film. You think so? Well, it's gritty enough. I don't know if it was, was it's, it digital? It's, it came out in 2000, so it could have been. It could have been. Yeah. But I don't know. Like it was just, I love the way that it was shot. Oh, this is interesting. So I uh, just looking at uh, just the first thing of trivia. And so he shot the film like a hip hop montage to get the sense of overwhelming addiction and loss of control. An average hundred minute film contains 600 to 700 cuts. This one contains over 2000. Holy shit. Did it win any awards? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Independent spirit award for best cinematography. It deserved that. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, it has a lot of awards. Best Egg. female lead. She deserved it. She got not. Yeah, she got nominated for an Best Oscar. Best actress. For this. Oh, that was a. Uh, the mom got nominated. In an Oscar. Yeah, for I think. Am I looking at the right movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the right movie. I just didn't recognize her name. Like I don't know the mom actress. Like yeah, where I don't. I don't Jennifer know. Jennifer Connelly. She's been in a bunch if, of stuff. If I've seen her in anything. No. The uh, what's funny is we just finished WandaVision as the last episode, yeah. And uh, Jennifer Conley is married to Paul Bettany. Oh, really? Vision, yeah, that's weird. And Paul Bettany is a god. Is it weird? No, well, okay, that's not it's, the weirdest. It's strange that it's just like the coincidence, okay. Since we're now just mentioned celebrity couples, I think the weirdest celebrity couple is just the one that I didn't see Sasha Baron Cohen and Isla Fisher. Who? Sasha Baron Cohen and Isla Fisher. The girl from Hot Rod. Isla Fisher. Sasha. Oh. Yeah, no, that's they are weird. Like, I, I thought that that was like I don't know it's just because of the roles or whatever. Like she like seems She seems nice and he seems crude and obnoxious. Kind of, but I also love Sasha Baron Conan as always. Yeah, naturally, but, as you should. Um, well, that's the thing is like in a lot of his movies, that's what he's like. But then like you see, you hear him talk. He is fucking eloquent as shit. Yeah, he is. But whatever. So that's that's interesting. That is interesting that she's married to Paul Bettany. Um, but yeah, the... Oh, yeah. Who did the score for this one? It was... Um, I was listening to it on know. my way here, actually. Let's see if it's still on. It's uh, uh I should know this. Um uh, it is Clint Mansell. Yeah. Kronos Quartet. It's so good. It's so good. And but like all the songs are like super short too. I don't need my volume off so we don't get probably because there's not long enough cuts. Like there's two <laughs> minutes like the I think the there's one that's like eight seconds long, twenty-seven seconds, a minute, thirty-five seconds, twenty-five seconds, forty-four seconds, thirty seconds, forty seconds, ten seconds. That's insanely short. Yeah. But but again, then they're all they're all very similar. So it's like I don't know. Well, it's probably just because like they separated them like Cause they, I mean like, that's the thing is like the music, it doesn't feel like it's, I mean, it, it's almost as just like as the cuts, there's yep. like all this different spaces and different changes to not, it's not like a, there's not enough room ever for like one continuous piece, like hardly ever, like for something long, 
Because, like, oftentimes, you know, there'll be, like, a movie where there's, like, this long toxin, kind of like the movie, the music is, like, building and swelling, whereas, like, this is just, like, yep. like so many cuts. I mean, there's a few parts where it could. And also, it's interesting because the music hugs this line where it could totally be sound design. Like, I, oh, didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that it was, like, the score until you had said something about the soundtrack being amazing or whatever. Oh, so and then I was, like, oh, duh, like... That's literally all of it is I thought it was just some sound designer being like, let's do wow. There there is a definitely a points where like there's a huge crossover of like which sound design was yep. music. Um but I had a question for you. I was thinking about this when I watched it. I actually got a couple times, it may have just been because it was Jared Leto, some uh Mr. Nobody vibes. Did you get, it's ever get because that? It's, it's because it's Jared Leto. No, but did you, in particular, I, I just said it probably was because then I said, no. Um, no, so when, oh God, when he's looking out the window and he imagines. Oh, and he starts imagining the pier. Yeah, Marion, yeah. like that to me felt very Mr. Yeah, Nobody. Yeah, my initial thought was like, that happened and I was like, it's just like Mr. Nobody. Yeah, that felt, I genuinely thought that initially, but. Oh, um, they both came out out around the same time, didn't they? Uh, no, no, Mr. Not Nobody's like fucking like the ten years apart at least. No, like it's like twenty ten, Mr. Nobody. But yeah, what would you rate this movie on a scale of one to ten? This I would probably put a nine. A nine? I don't know. And so, this sometimes happens. Sometimes with my tens, they need to gestate a little i don't know if that's a good word they need to mature a little bit i need to see them a couple times see if they hold up um but definitely like one of the movies that i was like how have i not watched this sooner like this is such a good movie that again i I, like how the fuck did i not watch this like earlier like what have i been doing i've been watching shitty movies yep not watching this like this is this i would say is an all-time classic yep it's definitely like i would say if you don't want your kids to do drugs, watch this. Watch this movie, and you have, you have to obviously you have to watch the entire you movie. You have to watch it. The ass to ass really sets home. Will change you. It it it's the ass the ass to ass really sets it home. Sets the whole. I'm pretty sure this movie is more effective for getting people to not do heroin than the Dare program was. <laughs> Did you ever read the Dare program? Yeah, Dare program's a joke, which actually made people to do drugs. Well, yeah. it just. They said it was it actually contributed to more, to more drug, drug problems. Yeah. That being said, I personally yeah what ten out of ten ten out of ten. This oh, is, this is your first. This is my first ten out of ten. And you don't recommend I it. Don't recommend it. Ooh, it, it's the best movie I've ever seen, and I don't recommend it. It's 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 definitely hard to watch. It's so hard. It didn't. I watched it Wednesday. It is currently a Sunday, and I it's have been Saturday. It's not Sunday. Yet. Holy fuck! <laughs> it's not even that. It's a Saturday, but I have been thinking about it nonstop. See, that's that's what I usually put in my tens. I've just been. I think I've been busy with other things, so I haven't really like thought of it. Yeah. I've been thinking of it, but it hasn't like completely. Just no, yeah. Head. I I've been thinking about it nonstop. I also like. So I have a top 10 favorite movie list. Okay. And I haven't decided which one it's, it's taking one. out 
Well, I don't. There are no. Oh. Like, there are no like real like one to ten order. So you should but, get okay. Since this is your first ten, let's hear your my, let's hear my your top, top ten. 10. Yeah. yeah, my top ten movies of all time. Because we're gonna have to do them. These are these are in no like particular order. Okay. okay, so we have Joker. Okay. Iron Giant. Okay. Saw. Really. The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Oh wow! I'm okay. thinking of ending things. I need to watch that one. Corpse Bride. Okay. Hamlet 2. You probably haven't heard of Hamlet 2. It's a great. We need to watch that. Hamlet I think I, I own it somewhere. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Office Space. Oh, I'm, I love, I'm, I love I'm glad the Office Space. I recommended that yeah, to you, you right? Did. Okay. Yep. I'm glad that I, at least one of them that I recommended. And, you got. Uh, and Princess Mononoke. Oh, that's an anime. That's a. Yeah. Uh, Studio Ghibli. Studio, okay. Yeah. Studio but, Ghibli. Uh, it, but uh, Ooh, this, this movie, is, Requiem of a Dream. Definitely is kicking one of those out. I just don't know which one. Oh God! Probably, probably Corpse Bride or Nightmare Before Christmas. So one of the Tim Burton's. Yeah, because I got two Tim Burton's on my top ten. Yeah, you can have two. Yeah. It'd probably be Nightmare where's Before a, Christmas. Where's a like a Fincher or a Prestige or like a Christopher Nolan or a? I don't. I don't know if you know this or not. I don't know directors. <laughs> yeah, this is the problem. See, this is this is actually the point of the, why we created this entire podcast is we're trying to educate Tevin over here of looking at directors, especially directors that have an artistic style, and so he can appreciate them and love them and become like me. <laughs> fucking movie nerd uh, a movie nerd but uh, that's the thing is i'm like i'm a movie nerd but then i hang out with some i like i go around some other people i'm like dude i haven't seen like anything but a lot of the other people that i'm like either i'm like in this weird in between i'm in like yeah. this weird like i've seen way more than some people but i'm like seen nothing compared to some people yeah. i'm getting there but yeah, I mean, I honestly think going off directors is the best way of, of figuring out like what you like the most. Oh no, I just finding good movies too. That's because true. if you go off actors, I'm sorry, you're just going to be bound well, for I mean, disappointment. There's going to be a fucking range because an actor doesn't make a movie, <laughs> which is going to be funny. Because I know the next movie that we're going to talk about, we're probably going right. to mention how uh, an actor is amazing. But whatever. So yeah, like, but that's the thing is sometimes there are like hidden gems. I would say like where it's like this director doesn't really have like a good track record necessarily, but like we'll do some movies like this one movie. That's just like, Whoa, that was awesome. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's their fucking like they peaked like crown jewel of all of their work. You yeah. Know? But then there's other, you know, directors that are consistently just like solid. I mean, Nolan, I would say is like one of those this is a consistent solid, Nolan, yeah. like Fincher, and it was just funny because you hated Mank. That was his latest. <laughs> Mank was not good. It was like it was a passion project. His dad, his dad wrote the a, script. I'm gonna fuck about his passions if it's not good. <laughs> okay, we're definitely we'll get it. Okay, I need to watch Citizen Kane. I don't know where to watch it. Fucking torrent it. I don't do that shit. I don't do it either. Not for movies. I'm, I feel weird. Well, I, feel I feel weird. weird I feel weird but to I also, love an industry and then steal from it. Exactly. I feel weird, but then it's also like I don't want to like fuck up my computer. You know? Uh, oh yeah. I, I get a little like uh, sketchy with yeah. that kind of shit. Well, do we have anything else to say with Requiem of a Dream other um, than it's watch it? Dude, fuck, fuck whatever Tevin says. You need to watch if it. You it's amazing. Be, if you want to feel empty. <laughs> 
Okay, like, make sure you're not, like, having a bad day. This is not a bad day movie. Like, this is not like a, oh, I'm having a bad day. Let me go watch a movie to distract me from my problems. No, this is not that type of movie. This is, like, a reality check movie. Yeah. If I don't know what else to say. It's it's a movie. It's, it's, it's a movie. Well, that's the thing is, like, this is, like, it's a work of fiction. But, oh, my God, does it just hit some, like, very real notes. Just, That's true. It fucking it doesn't even hit them. Like it fucking breaks the. Yeah, um, I loved it. Nine, ten, first ten for the Tevin. First ten. I, I think, think I've given out a couple. Have I given out? You've a couple? given out one or two. At least gone. I know Gone Girl. I gave a ten. Yeah, you gave Gone Girl a ten. We need to make. We need to go. I'll go through. I'll go through and That'll make be, a list of all of our scores. There we go. And then we'll make a website and just have nothing but these random scores with movies. Yeah. And that will, that will we're gonna be push out Rotten Tomatoes because they fucking suck. <laughs> I, hate. Uh, I honestly, well, it's weird that we would create a review website because I hate those. Because you go on there, you're like, this, this was rated this. This well. was rated a twenty percent. <laughs> this was like rated terrible. Like the one that still gets me is Hook. Like Hook, I think is like forty percent on like Rotten Tomatoes. Hook with Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman. I don't know. I know. That's, I know. Bill- I know. Hook. You're looking at me yeah. like I said. I don't know what Hook is. No, okay. I don't know who the other. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say that's like again. It might be nostalgia, but that that movie is just mm, it's great. It's childhood. What childhood dream. nostalgia? Best yeah. Peter Pan ever. Other than Peter Pan, movie. Yeah, I didn't really care for. No, I don't really care for regular Peter Pan. We need to watch some Disney classic. That's need to yeah. We need to probably we've hit some historical. We've gotten some like real edge lord. Don't do drugs. PSA. We need to, yeah. We need to. We need to. or do drugs. Just watch. We haven't movie. done. Have we done like a? I know we've done some like newer animations, but we haven't done like an old. We've only done Soul. Is that our only animation? Uh huh. Fuck. We need to get. Yeah. We definitely we need, need to do some to, more we need animation. To jump in. Let's do a hentai. But on that note, <laughs> no. On that note, cut. cut.